Welcome to episode 17 of Hang On To Your Hat. And as you can see, I'm here all on my lonesome. Danny's taking a holiday to Broome, but the good news is he's getting into some adventures over there and we've got plenty to talk about. There seems to be no shortage of dads. Dad, Daddy, you're a naughty boy. These days, fatherhood is everywhere. You can't get away from it. Not the blokes haven't tried. If you're not a father, you've got a father. You're a son of a dad or a daughter of a bloke. But either way, being a dad is no picnic. The fear, the anger, the confusion and, well, the love, of course. <laughs> Derek Myers and Dan Lee, together with their special guests, are here to share the highs and lows, the joys and the agony of being a modern dad. But most of all, to let you know that you're not alone. <laughs> That's right, it is just me in the studio, but we're waiting on a call from Dan. He's going to ring in hot from Broome and let us know and let you guys know what the plan is for the show. We've been ambushing dads all over this country, so there's some good times to come. So I've got myself a coffee from Susie's Deli down on Easy Street, and I've got it in my keep cup. And I'm feeling very together, waiting for this phone call. <clears throat> he likes a bit of, you know, bit of tussling and stuff in the show, so I'll give him a bit of tussling. He's in WA and was set to ring me at 10 o'clock for us to do this hookup. And uh, 11 o'clock came by. I sent a message going, how are we doing? Politely. And he's like, oops, I did it the wrong way. He was going to add two more hours, which would have been ringing me at two in the afternoon. So, you know, I get one up on him before we even start. While I'm waiting for Dan, I'll, say, I'll give you a couple of personal experiences of what's going through my life since we've been doing this fatherhood podcast, and that has been a great deal of, um, a great deal more discussion on parenting and also the variety of parenting and but a huge amount more of empathy. I guess empathy is the word because I'm not. It's not sympathy because <laughs> that means troubled. But but just kind of comprehending the the different things that different dudes have to go through and all the the details. You know, I'm constantly now in conversations about all sorts of things that you might not think of. And here he is now. Are we ready? Oh, please, but I hope this works. Hello, Derek. Hello, Derek. Me old mucker. How are you, mate? Welcome to (laughs) Hang On To Your Hat. (laughs) Uh, Do you know what I'm doing? You're going to hate me. If you're on a fucking sitting on a beach getting (laughs) served a pina colada. I am literally sitting on a beach with my back against a coconut palm. Actually, I've got to watch those coconuts don't drop on me. A surprising number of people die from coconut strikes. Uh, it's more than sharks. Looking, more than sharks. Uh, <laughs> it is. And looking at the blue ocean, coconut palm, that's literally what I'm doing right now, Derek. Well, I've got to How say. How do you feel about that? That is, <laughs> that is such a weird coincidence because <laughs> I, I am sitting, well, I'm in the studio, but it's so similar yeah. because I've got one of the sp- – one of the lights in the studio, two of them pointing straight at me. 
Oh, because I wanted to do yeah. it because I thought, now Dan's not here, I can get a nice close-up uh, yeah. video for the Instagram. Well, don't feel so too bad, So it's like Derek. the sun blazing it's, on my face a bit, yeah. even though it's LED. And look, it's not much different. It's no, not much different. Same, same. I mean, I'm, I'm it's warm. the same thing. Yeah, you're, you're doing. <laughs> totally rugged up, fully rugged up. Yeah. So we're both yeah. warm. We've both got a blazing light in our face. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, well that's good. The difference is I've got a, a soy latte and you haven't. So you know. No, I haven't. I've, I, I, I've, I've, they'll, they'll bring me one in the on the beach in a moment. I'll have my manservant bring one. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, they uh, debate, you should see the children. They're just, they're so, oh, there's a sparkle in Luna's eye that I've never seen. Just oh. to be able to take their clothes off and be warm, you know. That's, oh. you know. You don't. You forget how brutal. Well, maybe you don't forget, but Melbourne winters fucking brutal. And and then when you get out of it for a minute, you suddenly go, "Holy shit, that's rough." It, anyway, it does sound like you're sorry rubbing, rubbing to it in everyone. A bit. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I know. <laughs> sorry to everyone I don't in winter. Know whether that really helps. But, Most well, of our listeners on. are in California anyway. Oh, right. Are they yeah. California and Casablanca? Yeah, I pay a My, bot yeah. to download thousands of it. <laughs> I don't – look, the only reason I'm glowing <laughs> – the only reason I'm gloating slightly is because I feel like we had a pretty brutal three months with the babies. Yeah. With the hand, foot and mouth disease and the teething and the, the fucking midnight explosive defecation, things like that. You so, deserve it. I – no feel doubt like, about feel it. Like we've earned it. <laughs> De- absolutely, definitely. You deserve yeah. wow. to be able to just to get the kids deserve to have a bit of a smile as well. They... Well, that's tr- well, that's the thing. That, that, yeah, it, they've been bloody miserable, or particularly Luna's been miserable. Mm. You know, so it is lovely to see her looking a bit happier. Yeah. And how's it going there? You, you all right? Everything's good. Everything's good. The studio's going yeah. nicely. Lots of bookings. Yeah. I've got a class yeah. starting up, learn to podcast class, technical yeah. stuff. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So I've got the flyers Now, you have out. pressed record, haven't you, Derek? I know that's a ridiculous thing for me to ask. No, it's the only time you've ever taken any interest in the technical side. <laughs> <laughs> I've pressed record on every possible different button I can find. Uh, I promise you. Excellent. All right, good. I just want to make sure we'd started on, and, and I wasn't. You know. No, it sounds good yeah. for a tropical paradise. Yeah. I, I, I've got to say, before we get into the, we've got a little bit of body to insert in the show. Yes. Uh, yes. Apparently, but um, so we know you're in Broome. You're having a great time. The kids are happy, and they deserve yeah. it. And and that's, I reckon, that's got to be a big. If there's got to be a tip for young players, is take that yeah. chance when you can. If you're struggling, yeah. you know, if you're struggling financially or with sickness and it's just this intense time and, yeah. you, and you, you really do get the chance. Like uh, two days ago, I just, you know, I, yeah. I have the kids with me at work on the school holidays most of the time. Yeah. And sometimes I get a bit wound up and, you know, and go, oh, I'm not getting much work done. It's a bit easier now. We've got the studio. They love it in here. Yeah. Um, but, and, and I've. Just you know, my spirit's broken, so that's much easier as well. But uh, <laughs> but, but you know, some, yeah. sometimes you can, if you're not getting stuff done, go out and don't get stuff done in an epic way. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like it's like, what are you going to mm. achieve? It's like that thing of grumbling about everything and then sitting there looking at your Facebook for hours and hours or yeah. whatever it is. I just I just got the kids in here in the morning. I said, right, let's go, and we got up. Yeah, and we marched all through the city, and we had a great time. We we even popped into Hell's yeah. Kitchen. Yeah, saw me old mate Russ, 
who runs there. Yeah. And once again, I was just saying in the intro that I've already done, sorry. Um, right. I was just saying how I'm just constantly now, because of this show, talking yeah. to fathers with probably with more empathetic interest than I've probably had before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like listening, I suppose, yeah. rather than talking, rather than just comparing you know, horror. You're not comparing horror stories anymore. You're 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 comprehending and absorbing, not just on behalf of our audience here, but you just kind of it just triggers something that, that a, a new skill, I think, of just listening yeah. and, and going fuck. And you. and I think well, it's like what you were saying about your old man and getting to finish a story. Um and I think um a, a lot of fathers that I know when I've genuinely inquired about how they're doing it takes a little while for them to to kick off you know but once they do once they start actually telling you what's been going on it all comes out then yeah they, they really love an opportunity to just say how they feel or or, or, t- or tell the story yeah you know yeah exactly yeah it's good yeah. um hang on now we we sidetracked there you were saying no, what were you saying? Just, that's it. I was just saying everything's running nicely here and saying yeah. how how it uh, all affects me. But oh, but you took the kids you, you took the kids we out just for a bit. Around and the city. You just did a day just walking around and around and we visited like I was saying, we, we visited Hell's Kitchen to see Russ there and had a chat. Yeah. Had a you know, launched into a father chat and in the middle of it I went, hang on a minute. Come on my show. We're recording this. Come on my yeah. show. Yeah. He yeah. goes, Yeah, for sure. When? But Where? Yeah, great. I mean, that's how it, that's how it should happen. It's a natural way of finding people. Then you know, just kind of evolve. You know, they walk into it unsuspectingly. Um, exactly. But um, and you're right. They like sometimes you can just switch and go realistically. How much more am I going to achieve today by just getting more stress? And you don't have to go all the way to where we are. I mean, you, just just to get a smile on their face for half a day or. A few minutes really lightens your load as well. It certainly does for me. Just seeing the face change, a lot of my worries just don't seem so bad. Yeah. And, it's and, funny like that. It's something I've been noticing with, you know, I harp on a bit about video games and screen time, but that's coming. Mm. If it's not there mm. now, it's coming for you. No, no, it's, it's, it's on its way. Right? It's in the so, fucking post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, but, but what I've noticed is, you you've got to remember who the grown up is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds like yeah. I've got an advice line, but this when you ponder, you can't you, you gotta remember yeah. who the grown up is. And the the kid a kid who's obsessed with something, even if it's even if they're obsessed with I don't know, fucking painting pet rocks or whatever, they yeah. need they need to be just shown how much fun everything else is. It doesn't take yeah. my doesn't take my son who will just be totally obs- obsessive Fortnite player or whatever he's playing. He's just gone into Risk, which is very interesting because that's an old right. board game strategy type. Oh, yeah. game. It's pretty yeah, exciting. Yeah. Much better. Um, but this obsession, but you get him out of there and it's not long before they're back to play fighting that's with true. their sister and Get, you know, con- conversing. You've got to show them that. Don't tell them that. That's piss week. It's piss week to sit there and, and go, get off that game, and then look back down at your phone to Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how many and you know, we, me, me and me and Sammy had the. Oh, it's not me and Sammy. Me and, and Tuffy, we we went away with his boys and and Sammy, and we. We we just tried that out, you know. Like they they they're bored for about ten minutes and they want to do. We're we're bored. We want to do something. We want to be on the phone. We want to play a game on the phone. But 
if you just get through that bit, then it's not long before they're off building something in the yeah. dirt yep. or they're playing with Lego or they're doing whatever. It was really quite extraordinary how you just have to push. Well, I don't know. It might not be the same for everyone, but at least in our case, it's just about pushing through that initial resistance and bang, they're in creative flow, yeah. you know, at least for a while until they, you know, someone smacks someone in the mouth or something and then it all starts well, again. Well, it is but, slightly more likely to get a blood lip than it is playing with your, with an iPhone. Right. Like when you're right. playing well, sword fights with sticks. Yeah. But yeah. who cares? It's, yeah, it's yeah. Gross. Yeah, you gotta you gotta yeah, try and do that. Yeah. Tell me something, Dan. Are you ready? Right. You ready to yep. explain to the punters and, and me a bit? Uh, yeah. what's gonna happen with our show while you're in Broome? Well, I'm I'm gonna try I'm gonna I've got my portable podcasting gear here and I'm going to have some conversations with blokes I know up here. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm super excited about that because there's some real characters up here. I don't mind saying this uh, and uh, sort of making what sounds like a bold promise, but I, I but they're they're great, fascinating guys with kids uh, in in various configurations. Um, so I've got a good bunch of guys lined up. Um, so I'll be sending those you know, one-on-one conversations to you each week. Fantastic. And then we can either intro them or you can intro them or maybe you can get someone else in or, or we can just present them as they are, whatever you want to do. I quite like um, what, what, what we've done for the first one is Dan yeah. has, just letting everyone know, Dan has sent me through a conversation he had with Will. Yeah, that a right? mate of mine, Will. Yep. Will's yep. the guy that I lived with, yeah, shared, yeah, shared a house with up here, yeah. Yeah, so so, and he sent me through to have a listen so we don't have to just stop the recording, stop the phone call and for me to yeah, know yeah. what's on about. And so I've had I had a listen to that uh, before and yeah. and then, yeah, so then we'll, we'll play that for you guys. Yeah. And, and, and it's he, amazing. He's, he's um, I, I thought we, we, we'd start with that because that's, uh, sort of an introduction to the place, and he's himself not a father, mm-hmm. but what you'll hear is 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 his um, conversation with me about returning to Wales when his father when his father was dying. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a very um, I thought it was a really interesting conversation and a very detailed conversation of the of the, his uh, father son relationship. Oh, um, it's, it's huge. And, it, it was. Just to let you know, it was beautiful. I would just want to take yeah. the chance now to just throw out a huge thanks to Will for that yeah. story because I, I I got a bit overwhelmed. Not emo- not emotional about you know like oh it's a sad story or anything because it was it it is part of a it's coming for everyone like we know yeah right? but yeah. it just I just got emotional about the fact that he's sharing that and we're just not exposed to these kind of stories yeah. Yeah. Um, to just get us ready, and that's why our, it just feels like why our culture has yeah. such a gets hit, smacked around so hard by death. Yeah, because we're when it's an we're in denial, process, and like but, in, you'll hear in the yeah. story, you know, we're in denial even when it's at, when it's our turn, and yeah. it's reasonably obvious yeah. what, what's coming. And we're in denial yeah. then, and then everyone goes along with the ride with the denial and goes, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You, you'll be you'll be right. <laughs> you know, and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. And, and it's just, yeah. it was just this magnificent resource for me as well, because it's, you know, yeah. you can't be 50 and not have that coming for you at some stage. Right. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. um, and a couple of notes I made because I'm not going to put it on and then talk about it afterwards. I, what do you think, Dan? Do you think we'll just have a chat about it now or let, uh, let well, the people without, hear without it? Get, well, without giving too much away, maybe with – I don't know. What do you think? What do you want? Depends on what you want to say. Um, I mean – Let's let the, the – let's, let's, we'll stop it now. We'll let the people have a listen. So I'll drop it in yeah. there. And then, and we'll, then you then can we'll, call me back later or something, and we can. No, we, we don't. Yeah, it's ma- the, the, yes. There's more magic at play here than what meets the yeah. eye, Dan. Okay, no, so, no, I was, I was saying that for the benefit of the listeners, oh, okay. as though you were going to listen to it and then call me back. <laughs> I've already listened. I've already listened. Okay. So, so I'm not. I'm, the the uh, smoke and mirrors doesn't need to be that thick. Okay, um, all right, go on. Okay, then. so so here's here's Will um, talking about his father's uh, death experience. Yeah. I was talking to Jonesy about um, his mother staying with him when mm. and all that and the, the, the importance of trying to deal with death in a different way. Because mm. there's this whole terror because we never talk about it, we never deal with it. Quite a phenomenal thing to be part of. Yeah. It's quite a trip. It's an extraordinary thing. Were yeah. you were you at your dad's when, yeah, yeah, before yeah. he died though? Yeah, so you yeah. got yeah, yeah. you were there for the shirt yeah. thing. All mm. that. Um, a wild thing. And it was it was not actually until you're outside of that bubble that you look back and realise how I oh, know you are really aware of oh, what's the there's so many different angles to it, but one of the things <clears throat> that I really noted was the way people uh, interact with you from outside of the bubble, looking in. Right. You know, yeah. That they, they do exactly what I'm doing now, which is like, oh, fuck, I can't deal with. It's easy for me to not deal with the running thing. It's too late for me to engage and oh, all hard. of that shit. But I watched people, um, and their um, discomfort. Mm. Uh, how do I approach? What do I say? Mm. And uh, but to me, I was like, oh, it's curious. And I look at them; they've been really weird because they don't know um, how to engage with someone on the inside of the bubble. But mm. it's fine; it's mm. just a bubble. Yeah. But it's not until you're outside of that bubble once again that you look back on it and go, "Yeah, that was pretty full." Yeah, because you know. you're in the you're his son in this case, so you're mm, in the very well, centre of this. That's right, but with with a small group of mm. you know, yeah, of, of same people. Yeah. Um, so they they're the people who are who are clearly going to. So there's a group of people who are always going to be. Once the, the this someone's going to die, there's a small group of people who are going to be. Closely involved, the wing, the and that's just kind of known because mm. you've got obviously immediate family, maybe a best friend or a partner of people, and then everyone else is a bit sort of outside of it. Mm. So you're inside that bubble, and they don't know what to do. But mm. we know, we oh, know yeah, what that's right. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You totally. feel totally. But I, ca- I keep thinking, but why I... is that? Why can't we do something better than that? Like I said uh, the other day, I kept. Being in that position gave me um, license to be f- completely free with my expressions. Mm. You know, and I'd have friends, and yeah, yeah, mm. and and be be qualified. You know, mm. without going, oh, that was disrespectful. You know, yes. so I, you know, I'd had p- 
previously friends whose parents had died and they would say, you know, mum passed last night, you know, and I was saying things like, you know, when someone would say, how's, how's, how's he doing? I'd say, he's fucked. And, um, you know, he probably will have cocked it in a week, you know, stuff like that, mm. you know. And it felt fine to mm. say it. It was almost like put some light relief on it. Yeah. Curious thing about my old man going was that he just um, didn't want to accept it. Move that forward a bit. Sorry, I'll just move it more into the polar pattern that it's designed for. Yeah, he he couldn't. There was no talking of it. Yeah, you know? there was no there was no acceptance of it at all. Did, did you talk to him? No. Though? Was no. he already kind of out of it? No, no, no. So what did cool. you talk about? Fuck the weather, man. And and this is when it's absolutely clear he's dying. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. Not... You're not going to be here next Tuesday, right? And did you, well, how did you deal with that? Well, well I arrived, you know, on the plane. Like, it was like, your old man's going, you're going to get on the plane. I was like, I'll be there tomorrow. Sort right. of thing. Last minute flight, all of that. The, the, the darkest time for me was um, here to Perth in the plane. And I sat next to two very sweet, old rampant Christian American tourists yeah who were just the most beautiful Mar and Pa kettle couple who were in their <laughs> 80s travelling the world yeah and uh, were so excited about going to Perth because it was the city of lights and this is where the lunar you know the, when they landed on the moon they asked Perth to turn all their lights on so that they could oh, yeah, remember right. that wow. so he was relaying all of this to me and then he was a fascinating guy and he was just really lovely and then he was asking where, where are you going and I was like my old man's going to cark it and I'm on my way to Wales and then this amazing compassionate man and the woman that he was with the, the, the couple they, you know he was like well you know we're Christian so we believe we're going to see them again and uh, in the next life and he was asking me all of these things and then but it was really kind of, it was quite beautiful. And then before the flight had finished, he'd given me their details and he and offered me a room in their house and come to America and all of wow. it. It was amazing. That was the most, um, that was the, the, the darkest time of the whole chapter. From then on, it was, it was kind of. Um, was it better for having spoken to them, or do you mean... No, 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 um, I was just in my own head. I just actually didn't want to talk to anyone. This old fellow just kept prying me. Right. And because I was really vulnerable um, and, you know, not cantankerous and quite open, you know, when we're re really emotionally vulnerable, we're open, that I just um, found myself engaging with this guy which was really nice, but but it was that it was being that that um, vulnerable, lonely, um, accepting that my dad is going to die. Um, that was the hardest trip. Was those two and a half hours after that? Oh, and the the plane ride to the UK as well. But when I got there, he was completely lucid. He was fine. Well, apart was from he fact, like walking around? Or yeah, was he? only just. But he was completely lucid. Right. right. Um, but when I got there, I was like. Right, family meeting. Right, I, first thing I want to do is confront the old man. You know, I've got some shit I want to talk about. Right. I was you you fully, thought this was kind of yeah, like this is, the time we to... we got some shit to get into, mm. man. Mm. Fully, we're going to go deep. And they were like, my family, who are all 
um, much different from me were like, no, 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 whoa, 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 you, you, you can't do anything. Um, and then, uh, and I was like, fuck off, I'm, I'm going to, you know. But it was my cousin who's <clears throat> a GP and she'd had lots of experience of death. Was like, you have to, you have to walk as slow as the slowest person in the team. Yeah. And that's because they're all close to it as well. Yeah. Everyone's in this yeah, bubble. Yeah. yeah. So that's him. <clears throat> so if he calls the shots, then you can bring this up. Yeah, that's but interesting. Let him lead. Yeah. So I waited for him to say, you know, I'm on my way out. Let's have a chat. But he didn't. He was like, so I've ordered these shirts. They should be here next week. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, man, you're going to be here next week. And it went, he went down. Was that, the, was that the moment when you really realised that you weren't going to get what you came for? When he, the shirts thing, was that symbolic of the... Um, or was there something else? No, I think it was something earlier he said, why have you come? Right. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And um, he said, what, why, have you, why have you come now? And I said, well, you're crook. I've come because you're crook. I didn't want to say, well, you're fucking dying. Hmm. Because that would have given the game. <laughs> <laughs> For Christ's sake, don't tell him he's dying. Did he have cancer or something? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I've And got he'd seen the prognosis. <clears throat> he'd seen... He, they, like, obviously his doctor had said to him at some point, you know, this is not getting better. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's curious. Death tricked him. Death is a fucking... I believe in the Grim Reaper, but I don't believe in the entity of the dude with the, you know, salmon moose. No. I don't believe in that, but I do know that when I've been around death, I've felt the presence of an, mm. an, a massive entity. Well, it's 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 fifty percent, isn't what? it? Well, if birth is yeah one yeah, side, yeah. death is the other. Where it's it's got to be fifty percent of the energy has got to be death, right? Sure. Or something like that. It's massive, right? And we never even talk about it until we're in that room, in that bubble, and we're the one on the deathbed or we're the one next to them saying, your shirts are not coming, coming, mate. So it's got to have some power, some sense. They come, they, you know, I understand why the Christian Grim Reaper, the the guy with the scythe and all Mm. of that, and we talk about it in a physical, you know, entity. Mm. But it, there's a presence. I've got no. I've got no doubt. The death I've been around, I felt it. The the the, the calm, the almost yeah. intimidating, but the calm. And um, <clears throat> the night that he went, it was there. You could you could feel it. The sun didn't set till eleven thirty that night. Like the. And you didn't like, know he was going to go that night necessarily. It wasn't until. Said, well, you thought it yeah, was. Yeah, because nobody's got. You know. Who knows? Hmm. Nobody's got times or. Um, Oh yeah, we can't. Yeah, eleven o'clock. What that? The last night that he came, he went. The and he he'd, he'd been out of it for about two days. I mean, the guy had a dream death, like yeah, dream death. Everyone, his family, were all around him. But he was going. What were you all here yeah, for? Yeah, and it made me really angry. Actually, it made me really angry that I was like. You, no one will have a death like this. Like it was the first time I'd actually thought of it. Like right. you know, mm. everyone's here for you. You know, and I know this isn't going to be my death. Like, oh, fuck, I wish you could just, yeah, like um, just sort of, I don't know. I felt, I felt like he missed it. He missed, right. he missed mm. the beauty of it, and, how and lucky, the opportunity, the opportunity, mm. yeah. the opportunity, because. 
he, and he said to me why are you here I said because uh, you're crook wouldn't you come if I was crook which threw him on the spot then he couldn't answer that mm. he left the conversation alone <clears throat> but he did say why didn't you come when I was stronger and I was like because you, you you know yeah. oh I just you know now I, I had time now you know it's like you're not getting fucking stronger man he went down like in, I was there for a fair while but um, it and he, when I got there he was good you know he just got out of the hospital um, he looked fucked but he was going down but uh, but when he went it was like a week and then gone yeah. dream run well that yeah yeah my old man's life was a fucking dream run Really. But was he? You sound a little bit like he didn't deserve it somehow, or yeah. like so he he didn't make people happy or across the board. Then oh, he was an amazing guy, and, and right. no, um, yeah, he 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 it was a very interesting character. Um, he did make people happy across the board. That's true, but um, I I. I I was surprised that he held on to that character right to the very end. I was like I kept thinking he's he's going to he's going to let go, you know. So he's pretty traditional stoic yeah, kind that's of. That's right. Yeah, you know. Bloke's bloke. Mm. Right. Yeah, but I was angry. I was angry that I felt that he not so much didn't deserve it, but I wanted him to acknowledge it. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's it's not, it's not as nasty as don't deserve it. No. It's just more like yeah, he's not. Coming. He's thanks not making use of this thing. Yeah. Like this is like people don't recognise. And then I found myself going. I feel uncomfortable sitting with you because you're not going to do this. So we're just going to talk about the weather. Literally, we're going to talk about the weather. Mm-hmm. The tides. Mm. You could see the bay from where his his seat was. You know. So it was like this is we're wasting this time. But he was adamant that he was going to come good. So. I guess with that in mind, you wonder what was really going on in his head. If he, if he, did, if he, if he really had was in so much denial that he, he genuinely believed that. Or no, whether, I think he was really scared, but right. he couldn't let that be shown. No, he couldn't let it crack because that would invite it. You know, invite it. It might just pour out then. But you know, just going on that that story about death, like the um, the palliative nurse came. To mm. stay on that last night, you know, saying the time is close. You know, no one's like, "Well, is it going to be six? Because I want to go and play pool." Yeah, it's coming. Do they have a voice like that? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no. But they are fucking odd. Yeah, odd. Like, yeah. Um, and this is um, man, I, I, and it's surreal. This is the other thing about the bubble, is that I believe, and you know, they're going to lock me up. Whoever hears this, but. We're crossing these worlds, yeah. and this this crazy shit starts to happen, mm. which you accept because you're in the bubble. It's not mm. till you look back at it that you realise things are odd, and that's death had settled on on the small town of Newport. It's like something out of mm. out of out of a movie. Death had settled in the small town of Newport that night, looking for his quota, mm. and he took Ryan Thomas and he took the priest down the road. You know, who also character God Bob, they called him. <laughs> they took him as well. And it's like, all right, that'll do me. I'll be off, mm. you know, and I'll come back next month and I'll take Mrs. Simmons from down by mm-hmm. the beach there. Um, so the <clears throat> we were kind of looking after my old man, but I was saying to my uh, um, my cousins and who are med- medics, like, 
I'm starting to feel bitter because I feel like I'm wasting this time that could be special because really we need a professional here to be doing this so that we can enjoy what time there is left when he's lucid instead of looking after the guy who's dying. Anyone didn't happen until the last night and they were like okay my my stepmom was like we're going to get this woman this palliative nurse to come in and she's going to sleep mm. downstairs etc when this woman came there was a very general consensus that he was going to go that night and so my nieces were there my sister was there my stepmom and I were there but we were um, so in the bubble um, that this woman came and she just had this whimsical Odd, oddness about her. Her eyes were kind of a bit spacey. And wasn't it later that I figured out she deals with someone dying every night? Yeah. She's touched by it. Anyway, She's so... She's probably addicted to it. Yeah, yeah. To that, that energy of it. Yeah, and she would talk Cause it's to profound. him. He's, he's gone, you know, he's, a, he's drugged yeah. out of sleep. But she would talk in this really whimsical way. Anyway, um... His sister comes. She says goodbye to him while he's sort of in this coma. And she leaves. She's quite emotional. And then I'm going to stay up with him all night, right? So I'm digging in for a night of telly and tea. And he's on the morphine now, right? Yeah, and he's been unconscious yeah. for... Yeah. Or sleep, just deeply asleep. Yeah. Um, since the day before. And um, uh, so I'm, not, I'm she's down there, the woman with her magazine, dressed mm. like... 16th century nurse <laughs> and he's in this bed over here you know with just asleep just like a dude who's drunk and asleep mm. and she's got the telly down there and I'm in the really nice living room at the other end of the hall there's a really long hall that joined these two parts of the house mm. anyway my nieces and I have a fairly well she's they're leaving to go and sleep in that house that we've rented and um, and and they're like, oh, we don't want to go, etc. And I'm like, I'll call you if anything happens. And we hug, and they mm. they leave, and and um, and I'm making tea, and I and I, I'm looking through the hallway at the lounge room, and the television's on, and it the channel flips over, like as if someone's pressed it with a mm. remote mm. to a western movie. My old man loved westerns. This western comes on, and I went. Oh, I'll have a bit of that. I said, so I'm having a cup of tea. I'm making a tea. Now, the Westerns come on. I'll go in there and watch that in a minute. And then Mary Poppins comes up the hallway. Mm. But she's hovering. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know mm. this is bizarre, but she's hovering towards me. Mm. It wasn't until hindsight I looked back and go, I think she was hovering. That with them nurses on skates, <laughs> weren't it? But do you remember yeah. that scene from Ghostbusters yeah, where yeah. the baby gets stolen by that Mary Poppins phantom mm. who comes through the sky with the pram? Oh, yeah, that's right. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That's what instantly conjured me mm. as she hovers up the hallway like this towards me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, And I'm like, hello, cup of tea? And she goes, oh, no, thanks. It won't be long now. <laughs> and, and then and I, hovers back. And then I went, oh, okay, okay, good. What are we talking then? A few hours, do you think? No. A couple of minutes, maybe? <laughs> like that. And I went, yeah. what the fuck? And like, it was just so... Um, and my nieces were just getting into the car. And I ran out to tell them, mm. he's going. <laughs> you want to come back in? She'd know by the breathing and the, all that stuff. But it was the whole... Yeah. And it wasn't until later. Like, so I'm like... The old man's turned the western on. Because he's already gone. 
Mm. He's already part of the stratosphere. He's in the wires and yeah, the Yeah, he's in the, exactly. Mm. And she's floated up the hallway towards me and then floated back down again. And um, and then that pandemonium, fuck, he's going. And I just got there in time as he took his last breath and he was gone. But he wasn't gone. Mm. Like, physically he was gone. But nothing changed in that room. Well, no, he wasn't physically gone. I mean, no, he was, he was spiritually <laughs> yeah. gone. Yeah. But nothing changed in that room. And then it was all over very quickly. The, the Reaper came, mm. took, took the body away, and we all drank gin and tonic in the, in the lounge room and shut the door. So, well, that'll be that then. That'll be that then. Get him out. Off you go. And so he was gone. And I slept upstairs from that room in this mezzanine, and I, I went back in there, you know, an hour later. I fucking he's still here. It was like that really tangible, mm. he's still here. I went outside. It was 11.30 at night, and the sun was just setting on the horizon it was bizarre and this dead still like just dead still and um went to bed and when I woke in the morning he was gone like mm. I came downstairs and the first thing I heard was birds and it was this very very tangible emptiness of the room so it was a and then the bubble starts to, then you start to step outside of the bubble so you're you're so it's his death but you're also under the spell of death that's a bit right. that's that, right yeah, when you're yeah, in yeah. that sphere that's and, right. and depending on your sphere. proximity to the person that's dying as in your your emotional and familial proximity to this person you're kind of being drawn by death as well. It's an extraordinary, extraordinary thing. And it's very... Yeah, it's amazing. And it's not something to be scared of. It's really very, very beautiful. Yeah, what is our fear, you know? Because I, I think about it and I think, well, what am I really worried about? It, the compassion that comes out of people. Not, not, and not the people who come and say, I'm really sorry, you're old man, cocked it. Yeah, yeah. It's the compassion that, because everyone is so raw... Mm. You, you know, your, your nerves, your heart is also raw. And when the collective of people who are also raw come together, then there's this incredible sharing of just affection and emotion. Everything's on the table. There's no bullshit. So, exactly. So, in a way, we kind of, we long for it. We want it. We, we, it's it's, well, it's we a want, necessary... We connection. Yeah, but that's what I mean, is that death's more than... So These why are we bits. scared of it? Well, other I, stuff I think going that on, the, the Reaper thing is a really poignant. Um, it's it's a, a poignant indicator um, that we fear death. We fear this Grim Reaper character with the scythe, mm. and that is personified in the idea of death. And because a lot of death is gr- grisly and horrible, true. And not natural. Well, that's true. And it, and we look back in the old days where people chopped each other's heads off and shot mm. each other. Mm. So that's always associated with death. It's not always a beautiful transition. My old man's passing was a beautiful transition into the mm. into the next Beautiful place. transition, but a shame he didn't kind of... But then maybe he was doing it himself internally. Well, absolutely, I mean, and that's knows? what I couldn't begrudge him. It is ultimately him. his death, isn't it? I, exactly, mm. and that's what they were saying. This is his gig. Mm. And I couldn't begrudge him that because he held on to it till the very end. Mm. You know, He really held on to it. It's like, fucking hell, it really is you. Right to the very end, you just hang on to it. But the whole town, the interesting thing is because I come from this beautiful little village, they were all 
in shock. He was such a strong character. Yeah. He was yeah. kind of revered and hated, and but he was such a strong character that they were all in shock. And I would walk up the main street. They all kind of knew who I was because that's the that's Ryan Thomas's son. He's from Australia. You know, people would either come up to me and be like, "How's your dad?" Or they'd just give you a wide berth because mm. you're deaf. Mm. And I find that too. Yeah, I'm like, we do it. I mean, we someone's do it. dying. I don't, oh fuck! I just well, I don't even know what to say. I think because it's such a unique experience. I always feel like I don't want to get it wrong with people because it's, it's like only, it only a fat woman. She's pregnant. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> and um, no, asking a pregnant woman if no. Yeah. Is oh, it? what are you expecting? I'm oh not. no, you're right. Oh. It's that way around. Yes. Right. Oh, like but, a crow. But it's it, but but also my my fear of approaching the person that's in the bubble is 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 we I mean it's all cowardice but it's it's because it's of it's all it's all partly because of this is a one off thing and I don't want to taint it by but then why you why do we worry about upsetting the person because they're not going to be I know that if my family member was dying or died and someone came up and said how's your dad or Jeez, your dad's a bastard or something and doesn't know that he's dying and they're going to hate themselves for it for saying the wrong thing. But it's not going to change my the intensity of my experience. In fact, you, you're more likely to have a softer heart and be more compassionate to someone's discomfort. I had a, a very amazing experience. Um, the day after he died, we mm. went to the local boat club, which was used to be his watering hole, but as I said, the whole village sort of knew who he was and I was there with my three nieces and my cousin's son and we went to the bar it was a quiet night and there was a table of older people sat there and one, and one of the blokes was a local doctor he was talking about my old man mm. and he was saying did you hear Ryan Thomas died I was down here once did, did he know you were there or no, he didn't know, he didn't know oh, you, oh great and my nieces and cousins <clears throat> were going oh fuck fuck and the bar maid she was going I'm really sorry he doesn't know who you are and uh, and mm. James was going, let's get out of here, let's get out of here. I was going, no, no, this is going to be good. And so he was going, did you hear? He died. And, and they were going, yes, I did. It's terrible. Yes. And he was going, I had my I had my boat on a mooring down here once. And it wasn't my mooring, it was someone else's. And he was watching me from his, uh, from his house with binoculars. Mm. And, uh, and when I came back, there was a note on my boat saying that if I had parked it on this mooring again, that the boat would be burnt to the waterline. <laughs> And uh, and I well, I was like this guy's about to say something that he he's going to regret if he knows who we are. Yeah, yeah. So I walked over to him and I said, "Look, before you go on, um, I I just want to stop you from putting your foot in your mouth." I said, "Everything you've said is is correct, um, but you just need to be careful. You never know who's listening." And he went, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "You're talking about my father." And it, <laughs> just his jaw hit the ground and the older women he was with just went there wasn't even any like whoops they just went fucking shoot us please shoot us please shoot us and uh, and I was trying I really felt for him it turned out he was a twat so I shouldn't have but I was like it's okay everything is okay I just know you're about to say something next level and I just wanted to stop you you know and he was going but you don't look like him you don't even sound like him <laughs> so I know what I'll do I'll dispute <laughs> His his genetic connection to the deceased. And I said, it's it's quite deliberate. I live in Australia, my accent's different. It's, look, it's just cool. And I left and we went outside and he followed us out and he said, I, I can't believe you don't sound like him. 
<laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He's desperately trying yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's one of those situations. Yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah, th- th- there, there it is. It was a great conversation uh, we had. That's, that's actually a piece. There's a little bit either side of that. That I that I cut out because but we got to the main story in the middle. Um, but one thing about Broom is you find that people. Um, oh, look, I don't know whether it's just Broom, but we do. There's people feel more inclined to be candid mm. and relaxed here. It's very easy to find yourself sitting on a porch, having a you know a cup of tea and telling stories. It's a it's a real story place, Broom. Mm. So. Yeah, I wonder if that is. Go. I wonder if that is because it's your place. Mm. You know, like it's your magical place. And, yeah, and it's I don't know. and it's regional and mm. right. Whereas it, maybe that's the same how other people feel all around the world when they're in yeah. their place that is small enough for this kind of feel. Yeah, yeah, probably probably is the case. But Broome does really have that reputation. Yeah, like yeah. like 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 the romance of Broome is one of of anecdote and mystery and, you know, because it's got such an intricate past and everyone made such, you know, no one's here by accident. It's a it's a very, everyone's got such a huge story. Um, so, yes, that's my hope is that the future conversations I have with people that I record will will be similarly uh, candid and um, and honest, you know. We, yeah. we, you do really find yourself sitting talking about things just like that. Yeah, quite, well, quite regularly, and I, that's why I love it. That's why I have to come back every year, largely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this, what did you first, want to say? First thing I got while I was listening was was that sense of gratitude that the, we were getting to hear about this experience. Um, mm. I probably got a d- decent dose of imposter syndrome, I guess, um, when this grown-up stuff kicks in. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Like I just kind of go, oh, but then, you know. But I guess that's part of being a grown up. Oh, there was there's a there was a whole lot of us being ridiculous and swearing and stupid yep. before and after that story. So don't get the impression that it's uh, all that kind of. I just didn't include that stuff because it wouldn't have made much sense to anyone else. Yeah, no, no, no it's that's so fine. specific to uh, us and now. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't all grown up. Yeah, and then I thought, well, it's yeah. not imposter syndrome if I've got a. If it's something that I've got to deal with myself, you know, at some stage, yeah, well, that's no, that's no great secret. Um, yeah. So it's it, it it helped me, and I just, yeah, I wanted to say thank you, and I made some notes. I was very impressed with his use of the expression uh, salmon moose when when relating to the, oh, yes. the Grim Reaper. <laughs> I don't, I, is that everybody? I I thought I was clever for understanding where that came from, but I assume yeah. it's probably. One of the biggest successful movies in, in comedy history. So, yeah, uh, is yeah. it from the meaning of life? Yeah. Isn't that? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. you know, he, he and I, Will and I, have a a, a big uh, knowledge of pop culture, especially prior to nineteen, uh, prior to this recent century. Yeah. So uh, we tend to talk a lot in that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Was, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, yeah, and, and that that is what it is. What I think the first time. I, anyone mentions the Grim Reaper or anything like that, I just think. Yeah, yeah. But did I have the, the salmon tinned salmon, <laughs> darling? Tinned salmon. <laughs> yeah. I find it just ridiculous and unfair that we even have to, 
except mortality. But that's another story. Another story. Another story. But it was a beautiful, intimate tale of a father and son in a, in this big, in this old house together. I, I, I just, I, even though, like I said, even he's not a father himself, but it seemed totally appropriate mm, mm. for all us fathers out there, you know. Yeah, and, so, I, and the and the I I found it a bit interesting with the uh, you know the other members of the family doing because they're in the medical field doing the medical stuff and mm. sort of that. That conversation about, hang on, you got a. This is an experience that you get one go at, right. you know. Yeah. But then I thought, wow, oh, it's probably an ancient thing of mm-hmm. trying to not be in denial, but actually trying to somehow help as much as you can from the days when you had to. You, mm-hmm. you, your the difference of their comfort levels are completely reliant on members of the family busying themselves mm-hmm. trying to make you as comfortable as possible, whereas it's probably a, yeah. built, a built-in sort of programmed thing to do do what you can. Yeah, yeah. But that they had to break you, out of. So sometimes, in some ways it's a bit harder being medical. Do you, know, do you know what a death doula is? No, but I know what a birth doula is. Well, people can be death doulas. Yeah. They, they spend time with and prepare people for their own death. I think I think Ben Lee, the musician, is actually a death doula wow. as well. Wow. So that's an interesting idea mm. and an interesting thing to be part of, helping people through the whole process of dying. Um, so you know, something to think about. I'm going to have to go because the kids have vanished and so is Missy. Um, but that, right. that was fantastic. And thanks for bringing that through. And uh, people, there's going to be tons more of this stuff. Um, yeah. And I've got a few lined up as well. I'm actually going to go hit the yeah. road with my portable gear. I've uh, yeah. now I've got the chance. We've got some, yeah. We've got some great stuff coming. I'm sure of that. And there's there's other people when I get back to Melbourne too. Yeah, yeah. No, it's awesome. Pretty exciting. Yeah. All right, go and find those children. Go and be a father. Okay. Right. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Well, that's him gone, and that just leaves me. All right, so um, I just like to have the last word. To be honest with you, I haven't got really anything else to say apart from um, tune in next week. Awesome podcast was recorded at Castaway Studios in Collingwood. Here, we provide affordable, accessible, professional podcasting production facilities to the full range of podcasters, all the way from basic studio hire right through to full season production packages. You can get us on castawaycollingwood at gmail.com or just look up Castaway Studios on all the social medias. 